Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics and Wake One is almost done. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm a little sad. Week one? We, we, was week it that, was it that week? It, it, it was that kind of week for me. I mean, when you in, in one league where you go against Devontae Adams, Thielen, Josh Jacobs, and then you kind of know, like, you lost. It's fancy season, it still baby. Hurts. It's fancy season. That's that. <laughs> it, it's got to hurt, but it was football. It, it was so much fun to watch, you know, which you, is awesome. You turn on red zone. You just, you, you get a good feeling inside, you know, you're sipping on some coffee, having a little snack and then games are going. You went against the number one running back. Yes. Okay. You also went against the number one wide receiver. Yes, I did. And the number three wide receiver yes, for I did. this week. Yes, I did. It was it was fun. And then and then I went against you in another league, and you had McCaffrey mm-hmm. and so, Josh Jacobs. And so the, yes, I, I got a good healthy dose of Josh. Just Jacobs jump today. off a building. I Just will. do it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those weeks. Uh, but fantasy season's back. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, we had so many surprises today. So many. I want to say unlikely, but at the same time, I feel like we called a lot of those likely surprises yeah. that were going to happen. A lot of rookies started playing, took the field, did absolutely nothing. It was great to call that. Some <laughs> other rookies played a lot more than I thought they would, and that was surprising. Which ones are we talking about here? Let's go Zach Moss. Let's start off with okay. him. He was okay. on the field probably more than Dev- uh, Devin Singletary was. And we we kind of talked about it, and I was a little concerned with Singletary just because Zach Moss can be a big body and vulture some touchdowns, but he got a passing touchdown. He or got, a, got a receiving touchdown. He got a receiving touchdown. He was carrying it on first and second down. Devin Singletary looked a little bit lost, honestly, watching that game. It's a concern. It's, it's a, a concern. It's, it's, it's a concern. It is week one. It's week one. It that is, is true. You don't want you don't want to overreact, but as much fun it is to overreact, love it. Got to try not to. Now, we do have some big injuries. We do have some big got some injuries. big injuries. Let's head on that. Real I quick. mean, Marlon Mack. Uh, I was excited about having Marlon Mack in a lower tier because a lot of people are going Jonathan Taylor. He might have tore his Achilles. He probably did. I, I assume so. To test an Achilles, it's pretty easy and it's pretty quick. So if they're saying it's most likely the Achilles is gone, he's out for the season, even without an MRI, I kind of trust it. I honestly dropped him in two leagues and picked up Malcolm Brown right before their game started. Ah. Oh. Yes, I'm going to have to double check the rules and make sure you can't do that. I can because, I mean, it allowed me to. So, <laughs> unfortunately, if the commissioner was horrible and let that happen, then I'm going to take advantage. Oh, boy. So, Mar- Marlon <laughs> Mack was actually doing really good before that. Yeah. He, he, DeAndre Swift did not see the field until he got hurt. And Naheem Hines was still on the field more than Swift. You mean Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor saw it. God. It's been that it's kind been, of day. It's been a long, it's been a day. long day for you. You right know, you now. know when you see something cool happen, you're like, "Oh man, that play was so sick!" And then you remember, "Oh man, I'm going against him." Happened a lot that? today. Huh? <laughs> Happened <laughs> a lot. So, Naheem Hines is going to be a huge waiver wire claim and a pickup person to 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 really shoot for later on in the week. Of course, we're going to have our waiver wire episode yeah. for you guys to watch and analyze, but. Anything else you got? 
Um, I mean, the, the Lev Bell situation. Honestly, I have no shares of Lev Bell. And I wasn't going to have any shares of Lev Bell. Thank so God the I injury don't. is a little bit of a surprise, I guess. But the play calling for the Jets was absolutely atrocious. And the team looked horrendous. Which was worse, the Browns play calling or the Jets play calling? I feel like they went in a room and talked about their offenses together, and that's what happened. They created this just cluster of – it's pretty much like California right now. The whole building's on fire. And we're trying to say it's fine, but it really isn't fine. It's really not fine. It's so, not okay. So Odell got doo-dooed on. <laughs> and, and not the way he wanted. So I, I do have a question. Odell was all pissed off with the Giants, right? Yes, he was. And then he went to the Browns. He's all pissed off. Do we think it's Odell's fault? At some well, point. At some point, nothing's changed. Then it's probably the person. I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, all, all I'm saying is, other than one magnificent catch, has he been all that great? He's been very overhyped. A little bit. Yes, very, very overhyped. Uh, and Jarvis definitely seems like he's the number one and not the two. He... Odell, Odell's number two in a lot of things. Or he likes to be number two in a lot of things. Hmm. Jarvis looks like the better receiver. Baker Mayfield doesn't look good. I don't know. I don't know if this is just the Baltimore Ravens defense that really took a step up, or it is the Browns and Baker Mayfield I, just unable to make anything happen. I think the Ravens defense is very good. We we went over that last week. Yes. I still think the Ravens defense is good, even without Earl Thomas in that situation. Um, but Baker looked horrendous and I think it's a mixture of him and the new head coach. So so last year we talked about this a lot, especially when Baker struggled. He cannot read and figure out a cover two defense, whether if it's disguised or plain base aligned. He he can't read, dissect, and make a play. The, the the Ravens stayed in a cover two almost all game and Baker had no chance of getting anywhere. I, I in a league I started. This is probably my mistake. I don't know why I did it. I started Browns kicker, and I ended up with negative one point. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm. I'm. Should I stop this? I'm a little concerned right now. Uh, to be honest, like it was my dynasty league, and that league was so stacked. Like I, I, I think I put up one seventy in that league. Uh, that I, I kind of set and forget that lineup like a week ago, and. Uh, I kind of came back just because as I'm scrolling and checking everything, I go, oh, wait, why did I do that? But I still, I, I mean, I absolutely demolished the other guy, so I'm all... So I'm you're, good. you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good with it. Um, any other injuries? I think that was so there's it lot, for now. There's a lot of, like, Nick's little stabs here and there. George Kittle left the game, came back. I, I mean, I, we're going to go in-depth with yes. it tomorrow, obviously, um, or, or on the next episode on injuries and when we have a little bit more information. Anyways. So you being a Raiders fan, how how scared were you when Henry Ruggs was going for his knee? I cried. I, I, oh, I, I, ran, exactly. in the, I ran in the corner and uh -huh. I cried. So Ruggs looks good. Ruggs looks pretty good. Ruggs looks good. Ruggs looks pretty good. Carr actually threw the ball down the field. He did. He did. He really did. He was very surprising. Um, I fell over a chair when it actually happened because I was not ready for him to actually throw <laughs> the ball deep. Um, but yeah, it was the offense looked good. Look, they were ticking. But don't get ahead of yourself. Carolina defense is probably one of the worst defenses in the league, in my opinion. I, I knew it would be a little bit rough for Carolina 
this was a little too rough for my taste. Of course, this is week one. A lot of people are shaking rust off. So I'm expecting people to be a whole lot better week two. We Speaking of disappointments, of course, we're going to talk about it a little bit later. But the Washington, uh, not the Washington Redskins, football team, sorry. But the Eagles. Car- Carson Wentz had two, pin- uh, two interceptions. Against a Washington team. Against the Washington team. They, they did not score, I believe, after halftime. I mean, Ron, Riverboat Ron, kind of started off the season great, and they looked, they looked rough in the beginning. They, they looked rough in the beginning, and they started making up for it. Um, McLaurin, I would like to see McLaurin more involved. I'm, he, just, he didn't, he didn't I'm, I'm just saying. But uh, Chase Young got his first sack of his career, and uh, they didn't look as bad as I thought they were going. Yeah, uh, no, I... This was more to me on the Eagles than it was the Washington Redskins. Okay. So Washington football team. God. I said Redskins too. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so it's it's gonna saying. take. A, it's gonna take. A, I'm not gonna be able to figure this out <laughs> this quickly. Okay. Figure out an actual team name and then we can talk about it. I'm calling but, you the Redskins until. W- what about the running back situation? That they Peyton Barber got most of the carries. He got all the touchdowns and mm-hmm. the goal line carries. And uh, Gibson, he I mean he had a couple touches here and there. That's cool. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still staying away from that backfield. Oh, yeah. um, after I watch the full tape, I'm going over all the games tonight um, just to make sure I didn't miss anything, obviously. But I, I'm not touching that backfield. There's there's other options out there, um, especially if Malcolm Brown was on your uh, waiver wire, which a lot of people are. It looks like he's getting the most amount of carries right now, at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's looking very nice, very juicy. But, hey, let's let's go over the games real quick. Okay. Uh, a quick thought on each one, and then, of course, we could start – dissecting and piecing together what we want to do for the waiver wire week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have to start with TB, right? TB 12, TB 12 or Tampa Bay. I mean, yeah. wh- whatever you want, either, either one you want to say works. it works. Um, I'll let you start off. Uh, he, he was definitely disappointing. He got shut down. He threw a pick six through two interceptions. Was it, was it disappointing or, or right on track? Right how it was supposed to be. And New Orleans is a very good football team. Oh, defense oh is absolutely. Their offense is very good. And, uh, I mean, they shut down the hype so fast, even with a so-called hurt Mike Evans, who I, I didn't really see him limping or struggling all game. Maybe it was because they were just hiding it, limiting everything that he did. But, I mean, he caught a touchdown pass, luckily, if you guys started him one catch for a touchdown. I, I think maybe Mike Evans was scared Ooh. of Marshawn Lattimore. Ooh. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be uh, that. He has not had a good game against Marshawn Lattimore, and – he just knew it was going to happen again. So he wanted to make an excuse for all his fantasy fans. I don't I Can you I, argue with that? No, I, I really can't. I would, no, we all have to we also have to talk mm. about the scheme fit of Tampa Bay. Does it fit Tom Brady? I don't know. It is or is just Tom Brady just a scheme quarterback cuz I mean Cam Newton looked pretty good and we'll Cam talk about that a little bit later. We can. Mm. Now we also have to talk about the backfield of Tampa Bay. They looked absolutely abysmal as always. Not surprised. You, you know, I, I, I mean it is a very good run defense. Let's not shake that that the Saints are the Saints one are of good. the best at least top 5 run defenses in the league. So we weren't expecting much from either kid. Yes, of course in our last episode we definitely said stay yeah. away from both of them. And, and I mean I call them kids on purpose. Yeah, they are kids. They're children. They are kids. Uh, other than that, let's hop into the next one. The Patriots, Dolphins, speaking of Oh, the speaking Patriots. of Cam Newton. So Cam Newton looked pretty good. He definitely had a nice amount of rushing yards, 75. He passed pretty well. He, 
Amon, uh, Edelman mm-hmm. received a lot of receptions in PPR. He, he got a, a nice chunk of yards for his fantasy points. I think that was a little surprising. He doesn't, Newton doesn't like to throw on the inside a lot. He likes those bigger receivers. And so I thought Nikhil Harry was going to have a bigger day. Um, but yeah, I mean, Edelman played great. And Newton does what Newton does. It looks yeah. like he's healthy. Yeah, he, his QB design runs looked really nice. He he threw the ball very well across the field. Uh, it was surprising. He's definitely going to be fantasy relevant. Of course, this is the Dolphins we're talking about. They're not that great, and they are rebuilding, even though they did spend a lot of capital in the secondary. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it, I didn't expect this to happen. It is a new... They're very good players back there, but it is a new cohesion that they're getting together with their first game there's been no preseason so i mean i do think the dolphins will just keep getting better throughout the year but it is a good point Devonte parker did leave the game with a hamstring that's definitely going to have to be something to keep an eye out he was definitely going to be one of those boom guys that everybody was hoping would pan out again now a little bit to a disappointment the arizona cardinals were able to upset the san francisco 49ers you you've you've had a struggle day yeah, it it's was a, a struggle weird, it was city a day. day. I mean, Kyler Murray did, ran all all over them. Can Can I ask you a question? Let's hear it. Did the Raiders lose? The Raiders did not lose. Oh. Hello, guys. Hello. Oh, just one, just one. Oh, okay, that's cool. That, that mean, was I mean, it. That was it. I mean, that's well, all. I, that's all I wanted to say. Last year, the Niners beat yep. the Panthers like fifty-four three. So I mean, uh, congratulations, you guys took a game-winning drive. <laughs> we won, so I'm I'm, I'm happy. Hey, I can cool. take it. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so so Ky- Kyler had 91 rushing yards. He converted multiple third and 15s yeah. by running the ball. I mean, the Niners, I, I, I want to say their defensive play calling was absolute trash. Mohamed Salah, or yeah, Salah deserves to be on another team or unemployed after that game. But uh, the, the Niners offense was definitely rusty in disarray. They ran the ball efficiently and well, but passing it, uh, George Kittle left the, field, left the game early. He did come back, but uh, he, the, that uh, passing offense was not there. I mean, the Niners always run the ball well. That's that's nothing new, right? Uh, it, DeAndre Hopkins was, I mean, 16 targets, 14 receptions. I think that needs to be stated. Murray was feeding him the ball, which is very good and, and looking good for people who have him on that team. I know there was some concern for a lot of different people, but – against a very good defense a very good defense yeah uh, they they did not have a game plan for deandre hopkins and uh th- they were so focused on larry fitzgerald that they forgot that he was there and there, there was multiple catch and runs where he was a good five feet apart from anybody on that field and uh i, I don't know this might have been an outlier game or rusty defense and uh you know just kind of beginner's luck it's week one it's, it's it is week, week one. one but ppr formats hopkins was killing it Absolutely. So Green Bay versus Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looked like the old Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he, he looked good. The MVP Aaron Rodgers. It was that offense was clicking. Oh yeah. Without Aaron Jones. I mean, I mean, you you have to remember that. The <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I slipped. That. Oh, sorry. Was that a jab? Did I slip that in? Yes. Was that rude? Yes. Oh, I'm that so hurt sorry. my feelings. I I'm mean, so Aaron sorry. Jones did get stuff at the goal line. Yeah. For a turnover on downs, that made me a little sad because I definitely had him in the league. Ooh. Ooh. So so the Vikings defense is uh, abysmal. They definitely <laughs> lost. They lost their secondary. They have no pass rush. They have. I mean, while they have a great middle linebacker, they have nothing other than him and a very old safety 
So, I, I mean, I definitely... It's going to be... I think it's going to be a rough it's year. Gonna rough it's it's going to be a rough year for the Vikings. Um, it uh, was it was just kind of atrocious. It, it was a high-scoring game, and I'm so pissed off. I mean, like, come on. Come on, Vikings. You couldn't let Devontae Adams at least... Like, one touchdown only. You had to let him get a second one, or you had to let him get the other 150 yards. You couldn't let him just get 100. And then, and then on the on the Packers side, you couldn't let you know Thielen get no touchdowns. You had to give up the seventy five yard bomb to him. <sighs> They're just not on your side. No, no one likes you. Every fantasy team, every football team said, "Hey, who is going against you? We're gonna screw you over." And uh, they did to the fullest extent. It was great. Yeah, I mean, it was forty three to thirty four. I don't think there's anything else we need to touch on on that. I mean, uh, <laughs> there, there was not there was nothing special about this game that uh, we can take over for the waiver wire period or for next week. I mean, all your studs, all your studs in this game played perfectly to to what you imagined they would do, and uh, all the people that we expected to be disappointments were disappointments. I I do want to mention if the Packers were smart enough to draft a wide receiver, just think how good their offense would have been. With that as well. Yeah. I mean, I, hindsight's twenty twenty. Am I right? Wasting yeah. a pick on Jordan Love um, when you have Aaron Rodgers. Anyways, uh, the Chargers-Cincinnati game was uh, a kicker duel, to say the least, I think. Yeah, I wish I started one of those games. <laughs> They'd be killing it. You know, I Burrow got his 26-yard run for a touchdown. Other than that, everything else was pretty boring, it was to, boring. to yeah. say the least. You, you know, it's boring when Red Zone doesn't show the game. Yeah, there's there was a couple games that that happened too. Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't even know what to take of Joey Burrow. I mean, he's a rookie. It, it, I wasn't expecting anything crazy. It was. I'm hoping for for a little bit more, a little bit more at least. I mean, uh, and there's been no preseason, so he doesn't have a lot of game experience. It's going to take a little bit. Obviously, fantasy wise, he's not relevant. No. Um, at all. Even in Dynasty, I'm not holding him unless it's a deep league. Yeah, that is that is true. I mean, this is the Chargers defense we were talking about. They are a very good defense. Uh, I mean, since his offensive line isn't very good, even Mixon showcased that he couldn't get much going for himself. I mean, there isn't much to take away from this game. I'm definitely disappointed by the Chargers and their lack of ability to do anything against the Cincinnati Bengals. They, they are not the best of defenses. I definitely feel like the Chargers should have done much better, especially somebody like Austin Eckler. Uh, yeah, that was that was underwhelming. It was definitely I, underwhelming. This was an underwhelming game in general. I'm going to put this as week one rust, but it's definitely concerning if this happens again. I hope it's week one rust for both of those running backs. Yes, yes. Now, now my disappointment, and I can't believe it actually happened, but the Washington football team... Uh, beat the Eagles. I, I did not see this coming. I mean, the good news is the two people we thought were going to have good games or decent games was Ertz and Goddard, and they did. It happened. Yes. Yeah, so, so I actually went on Twitter to mess around with some people, and uh, somebody asked me, hey, would you start Goddard? And I said, uh, I'd prefer a different tight end, but you could definitely do that. He'll, he's, he'll get some touches. And uh, he sent me a message after his touchdown going, Glad I listened. <laughs> Glad I listened. Uh, Deshaun Jackson didn't do too much either. He had six targets, yeah. two receptions, twenty six yards. It was disappointing. Um, it was it was disappointing. Just that whole offense was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I expected a lot more from Wentz this game. It's on a beat up secondary, him throwing two interceptions on a bad 
already underwhelming and then a beat up secondary. Uh, the Eagles played horrendous. Their offensive line played horrendous. Played horrendous. Yeah. I mean, uh, eight sacks. Eight sacks. I mean, is, at, is, at, is, at some point, crazy. You, you, you can't really blame Carson Wentz for eight sacks, but uh, they got they got to step up, or something is uh, going to be very bad. It's going to be a long year. It's going to be a long year, and, and you have to think if this offensive line can't play much better, uh, what what about the running back situation there? Like, what's Miles it's, Sanders going to do if they if, can't? If he holes? gets healthy, or exactly. when he gets healthy. I mean, I do have injury concerns with him, like I've said before, like a Kenyon Drake was what we talked about before. I won't bore you with that same same thing, but it is a concern. Um, but at least they are letting him rest this week for Miles Sanders to try to get healthy and not forcing him. But that offensive line needs to figure it out yeah. fast. Oh, yeah. Now, Chicago Bears versus Detroit Lions. This was two bad teams trying to figure out who's worse. Two bad offenses, I When Mitch say. Trubisky beats you, I don't even know what to oh, say. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. This is the game DeAndre Swift dropped the game and he touched down pass with three seconds left. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Ooh, see, this this is why you don't start him. I, to- I told you, don't start him. You started him, that's what you get. You lose. Um, the Bears did use kind of a committee type. Yes, um, I think they did that a lot because of David Montgomery's injury. They didn't want to rush him back. Uh, Patterson even got some touches. Uh, Tariq Cohen will always be involved, I think. Uh, so I'm I'm sure he was a pretty decent start. Adrian Peterson. What, what's your opinion on Adrian Peterson? Adrian Peterson right looked pretty good. I he mean, was explosive. He, he, he's going to be used. He's going to be a pain in that backfield for DeAndre Swift and for on Johnson. I'm trying to stay away from that line. Yeah, he, he, that, the way he performed today is going to show why this backfield is going to be untouchable pretty soon. Yeah, and I, uh, it'll be whoever happens to get the touchdown. Without knowing the scheme, 93 yards on 14 carries. I mean, eventually it's just see whole hit hole. Oh, that's how it is for AP. For sure, but he's coming off of literally the street and carry on Johnson and DeAndre Swift. It it's just, it's street? just, I mean, they let him go. Oh, so okay. technically he was on, they kicked him on the street. Oh, okay. I mean, it might be a really fancy house. The street that he's living on, okay, but it's still the street. Okay. Now speaking of getting kicked onto the street, the Baltimore Ravens, thirty-eight. Do we even have to go over Browns. this? Uh, the Doodoo Browns. It's just it, it's it, just it a sad. reoccurring, like, like 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 red zone. It popped up. Oh, Baker Mayfield did this. Baker Mayfield threw that. Oh, he another interception here. Do- fumble there. Incomplete here, and then all of a sudden it's oh, Baltimore Ravens scored another touchdown. I have oh, a question. Mark Andrews scored another touchdown. I have a question. Let's hear it. Uh, so are they gonna? Is, is the Cleveland Browns gonna do the same thing they did when they were like zero and fifteen? Was when they win they'll open the the beer? <laughs> <laughs> they'll open all the lockers that they locked with beer. They really might. They really might. Are we? Know. Are we just gonna chalk this up as week one? Are we gonna chalk this up as Baltimore? Or are we gonna have to rewatch the horrible tape to try to figure out what the hell is going on? I'm not rewatching this tape. I don't blame you <laughs> at all. It's just, I don't even know what to say at this point. I, I, I really don't. I'm going to, I'm going to give the Browns the benefit of the doubt here oh, by God. saying this is a week one rust, good defense, good team that they went up against. It still was underwhelming. I mean, Kareem Hunt was a very good bright spot. He had 97 yards and it looks like he might take Chubb's job. I think they're going to use both of them. But, yeah. it I mean, for Chubb owners who have them in Dynasty or just in regular, it, it's going to hurt. 
Don't get me wrong. It's oh, it's yeah. going to hurt the value unless Kareem Hunt gets hurt. Or if Chubb gets hurt, then one of those guys will obviously have that full backfield. But oh, yeah. if that doesn't happen, it's going to be a split all year. It's going to be a pain. Yeah, it's going to be frustrating, and it's just going to have. It's just going to end up to who gets the touchdowns. And, and chances are, Kareem Hunt just might get them. And honestly, Kareem Hunt might be the winner because you're not going to get a lot of. You're not drafting Kareem Hunt in the first round. No, you're drafting him later. So Chubb looks like the loser in this situation at all times, unless he gets a 70-30 workload. But that's not going to happen. Now, the Buffalo Bills absolutely demolished the uh, New York Jets at 27-17. Josh Allen looked pretty good other than yeah. overthrowing John Brown 50 yard, 15 yards into the air. That's what he does. Yeah, that's what he does. He has a cannon for an arm. It's going to happen at some point. And uh, him fumbling the ball twice on the goal line or near the red zone, that was that was fun to watch and frustrating to see. Uh, but but at, the, the main story is Adam Gase is an idiot. Lev Bell's hurt. And the other story is Zach Moss taking a lot of Devin Singletary's carries. There's one other story. It's, okay. You know who I'm going to say. Let's hear it. Jamison Crowder. Oh, yes, yes. I did start Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder. Crowder was the only bright spot for the Jets, and it was not because of Adam Gase. Let's make that very clear. No. Adam no, Gase no. is horrendous, and he's going to be a hot topic in New York for two more weeks until he's fired. You're giving it two weeks? I, you know what? We talked about it, and I said week eight, I think. We, we agreed week eight. Week eight. It's going to be week three. Week three? It'd have after, to be, after week three, I think. It would have to be a really brutal three weeks. I don't think I, do I It's, it's, it's a, definitely a hot take, like massively, but I couldn't stand it. And I'm not even a Jets fan. It just it's hurts. Hard it hurts to watch. He's supposedly an offensive guru. His offense is horrendous. The only reason why I'd watch right now is to watch Frank Gore. I just want to see him carry the ball, see him juke a little, do a little stutter do, step. Do a little jup, jup. That's what he does. That's what he does. Now, awesome. the your Las Vegas Raiders versus the uh, Carolina Panthers, that was a very action-packed game. It was actually a good game to watch. It was. It, it, was, it, was, it was a fun spectacle. It, it was. The offense looked very good. Rugs looked good. Mm-hmm. He's definitely going to be used in that offense. You know, uh, Edwards really didn't do anything. Uh, one for one, I think it was seven yards. Uh, wasn't on the field too, too much. And Derek Carr didn't really look his way. Waller is his target. He's he's shown it. He's looking at Waller a lot. He's looking at Ruggs a lot. Um, and Jacobs, obviously, is a monster. Yes, he was used in the passing game a little bit more mm-hmm. than I expected. Uh, I saw Booker Booker on the field a they're, lot more than I expected. They're, they're, they like Booker, and Booker's going to be used to to kind of spell him a decent amount. But yes. they're gonna they're gonna run Jacobs into the ground. They're just gonna keep feeding him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and McCaffrey killed it. Obviously, I think the story for the Carolina Panthers is Robbie Anderson. The passing offense for Carolina was pretty good and fun to watch, while Robbie Anderson was able to really stretch the field. Uh, like Teddy uh, 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 Bridgewater is not fantasy startable yet, no. but this is definitely a step in the right direction for the franchise as a whole. They definitely looked semi decent out there offensively, at least. Uh, of course, they have a lot of defensive concerns on that roster. Yeah, I mean Robbie Anderson six for one hundred fifteen, one touchdown, just a dangerous weapon there. Exactly. I mean Teddy Bridgewater had a uh, two seventy yards. That's that's no no slouch. No, not no at all. slouch. Now, uh, speaking of no slouches, the Seattle Seahawks 
versus the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks just all out aired attacked them to the fullest extent. I mean, they had, I think, 12, 15 rushes that whole game. They looked very good. Your boy DK. He mean, he just dropped, I think, a 15-yard pass that hit him straight in the chest. I mean, that was the concern coming out of college, but the guy makes big plays. He made big plays. So uh, I think they can live with that as long as his drops aren't I massive. I can't. He's on my fantasy squad. That was 20 point. That was two points PPR-wise I lost because of that drop. You want me to stop this so you can give him a phone call? Yes. Call I'm him up. Tweet, I'm definitely going to tweet at him for that. Call him up. Uh, Atlanta Falcons offense... Same, same. As I usual. mean, same as usual. Their defense looks horrendous. But is it the Seahawks or is it just the defense is that bad? Probably the Seahawks. Okay. Probably the Seahawks. It's probably a little bit of both, but I'm going to go more of the Seahawks. I was hoping it was just the Falcons' defense was horrible, so they can score more and more fantasy points for my team. No, not quite. No. No. I mean, their defense is definitely subpar, but the I mean, yeah, the Falcons' defense is subpar, but the Seattle offense is definitely on another level right now. Chris Carson was receiving the ball at an almost an elite level. I mean, both of his touchdowns were from uh, receiving. Receiving, yeah. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts. I am surprised the Jaguars won and made it actually into a game. They scored 27, which is immensely surprising for yeah. me. Phillip Rivers looked pretty bad. Yeah, I did, which isn't surprised. Do you remember no. the Thursday night game no. against the Raiders? They're throwing like four picks. They're just throwing me. it up in there. That's what he does. But he does have great games. Are we going to see those great games? I I don't know. But Paris Campbell was used a good amount. Um, T.Y. Hilton was used a decent amount. But I'm surprised Campbell was used as much as he was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, what do, you, what do you make of this uh, running back situation down in Jacksonville? If Marlon Max out, Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor are going to obviously take that backfield. Naheem Hines is going to get the receiving end of it and get some carries as well. Um, Jonathan Taylor will be involved. Now, what about on Jacksonville side? I think Robinson is going to take that job and run with it until Armstead comes back and they might do a little split, but it looks like they just want to give him and see what he can do. Yeah, right now this is just kind of a wait and see and uh, hope for the best at this point. But if you're going to win your first game, then that's probably going to propel the team to at least try a little bit harder so they're not tanking for whoever is going to be number one overall. When you have Minch on Mania, yes. Minchie, I mean, anything's possible. Oh, boy. If, I mean, if he keeps winning, I'm going to have to get his mustache. <laughs> I'll do it. No, you won't. Don't test me. Well, you're gonna, Don't test me. But then you got to bleach it. Oh, no, you got to bleach it. Uh, we can make a bet. We can figure out a bet. Figure something out. Obviously. All righty. Now, remember to subscribe, like the video, and, of course, if you're listening through any type of podcasting app to follow, and remember that we are on YouTube in case you want to see our beautiful faces and any type of stats that we put up on the screen. That way you can kind of deep dive in the, and then the analytics that we can't usually go over during the uh, on-air listening. Now, of course, if you want to see our articles, rankings, and all that good stuff, be sure to go onto tttfantasyfootball.com. And other than that, make sure to remember that tomorrow will be our waiver wire episode. Any other news? Notes? Good luck. Good luck. All right, guys.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 